0: Tonight on Alpha's Beck and Pod form, master I'm so surprised, I, 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 I always thought you were a panda. Katya Zanadon.
1: This is the episode in which Ryan take, takes a bath.
0: And me, Byron Hussey. I was not a stupid <laughs> child, a smart child. That's now, do it. Okay. Hey, everybody, welcome to Alpha's Back in Pod Form, episode 28, season 2, episode 2, somewhere over the rerun, also known as the Ballad of Gilligan's Island. My name is Byron Hussey, and I'm joined today by Gumbam- Gumbamasta. Good evening. Did I say your name correctly? G- Gumbamasta?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the second <laughs> one is silent.
0: Hmm. Well, it's a fake name, so like however I <laughs> pronounce it, it will still be a fake, a fake name. And off <laughs> to a good start here. Um, and also, we are joined today by Katya Zenena.
1: Hello.
0: Hello, and welcome.
1: Thank you for having me once
0: again i've heard you two are some of the the greatest elf experts around so that's why i had you on the show
1: we are it was wise of you to do so
0: well i am nothing if not very very wise and humble
1: <laughs> great
0: so yeah. um how's everything going with you guys any any news before we get into the uh the meat of the elf pie
1: well i can say that moscow currently looks like the opposite of gilligan's island
0: Covered in snow
1: yeah in, me- in kind of melting snow so it was a nice fantasy to to witness in this episode
0: the beautiful escapism Mm-hmm. Sort of looking at the very lush and very genuine-looking uh, jungle setting of Gilligan's Island.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Gumba, uh, anything anything to report, or should we just dive in?
2: I drown in the mediocrity of a never-changing life.
0: Okay. It's inspiring. Inspiring. That's.
1: Pretty fitting, yeah. I have to
0: say, it's fitting for the episode. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So we we can get to it. We'll get to it. But for now, let me say that this is, as I said, the second episode of the second season of Alf. Whoa! What is that noise? Sounds like a. That rub. was me rubbing my hands. It's a disgusting. It's a disgusting <laughs> sound. Um. This is the second episode of second season of Valve, aired first on 28th September 1987. It has two titles. I believe it's the only episode with two titles. Am I wrong?
1: I hope so. I I'm, don't know. I'm not, wh- I'm not, I'm not, I don't hope that you're wrong. I hope that it is the only one.
0: Yeah, I don't know why it deserved two titles. Uh, I mean, n- neither of Probably licensing. Great maybe because like just saying I mean, gilligan's island
2: yeah probably
0: i doubt it i think it was, they just like couldn't decide because they thought both were so good so um somewhere over the rerun is inspired or by... maybe
2: maybe maybe it, w- it was because uh people didn't remember what Gilligan's Island was anymore, so they had to change the title because mm. they thought, what 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 was? What does it mean?
0: No, I don't think so. I think everybody knows Gilligan's Island and will forever. And if they thought that, then they shouldn't have bothered making the episode because it's very Gilligan's Island centric.
2: Well, it was the 80s.
0: Yeah, and Gilligan's Island hadn't actually been on the air for like 20 years, but it did have a uh, a renaissance in the uh, in the 80s, in the 80s, in in well, as in as in this episode in reruns. Exactly. So somewhere over the rerun is a play on the song "Over the Rainbow," which is a ballad. Um actually the song is called just over the rainbow it's often uh, quoted as somewhere over the rainbow but it's just oh, I guess over the uh,
1: that's your answer it... Byron because they wanted to keep it consistent with the episode being named after songs Mhm. so they had to change it to this well
2: I don't know I'd, I'd, I know a few songs that are the ballad of so and so you know yeah, I guess that are called. So, uh, but uh, um, I think the episode does have a bit something from uh, um, the Wizard of Oz. Uh,
0: yeah, there's a little bit of a, uh, a Wizard of, Wizard of Oz uh, twinge to it, um, which we can we can get to. Um, yeah. By the way, uh, "Over the Rainbow" won the Academy Award for Best Original Song, became Judy Garland's signature song.
2: Well deserved.
0: To, uh, the That's music a... was written by Har- Har- Harold Arlen, with lyrics by E. Y. Harburg, for the movie uh, written for the movie Wizard of Oz, 1939. Um, so, the, the Ballad of Gilligan's Island, I wasn't sure if that was uh, a play on a song, and if it is, but I couldn't tell which song it would be based on. There's one called uh, The Ballad of Lucy Jordan, which was written by Shel Silverstein, um, which yes, described... The... That's what I was saying, you know,
2: like 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 all those songs that are called, you know, the the ballad of of Sir Fuckface or whatever.
0: The yeah, the ballad of Lucy Jones you know. apparently is about the disillusion disillusionment and mental deterioration of a suburban housewife. So that could be thematically appropriate. Hmm. But there's also. <laughs>
2: It's, it's certainly thematically appropriate for this podcast.
0: <laughs> Wrong. Um, but there's also the Ballad of the Green Berets, which is a patriotic um, song about, um, you know, the military. Uh, but I, I don't know how what, what that would have to do with this uh, this episode. So that's that. Um, Certainly, yes. You guys want to get into the get into the episode? Yeah. Yeah, let's let's get into the meat right. and potatoes. The coconut meat, as it were.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. Where we open is that Alf is drilling holes in coconuts with Willie's drill, um, and it is revealed uh, that Alf has has become obsessed with the television show Gilligan's Island. Uh, there's there's also... so many of us. What? You're, as so many of us. You you are also obsessed with Gilligan's Island, Gumba? Not as much as Elf. Did you watch Gilligan's Island when you were, uh, you were a child?
2: Uh, not directly, but I did watch a porn parody of it once. Okay. What? It's called Spilligan's Island.
0: Spill? Yeah gross because they because they
2: (laughs) spill a lot of fluids there disgusting
0: (sighs) Uh, not
2: all of it is coconut milk I can tell you that
0: I watched Gilligan's Island a lot when I was a kid just like Brian Um, it was on uh, TV Turner TNT I forget what that Mm -hmm. stands for like Turner Network Television, maybe. Maybe. Um, Kate, you had never even heard of Gilligan's Island before this, right?
1: No, no. So first, I thought it was uh, kind of like an imaginary show within show because they had that before. But yeah, when I when I saw that there's like a a, a separate set, I realized that Alf would not do that.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so probably it is a real show. Um yeah. I, I'm I'm kinda scared of Gilligan. Like he, he, he has a weird face.
0: Kind of I feel like you're maybe um kinda of body shaming Gilligan a little bit here. Prejudicially.
2: Um No. Uh. Well, okay. I, I don't know. I think that fear is justified. I mean, after all, most of the plans to escape the island were sabotaged by Gilligan in
0: one way or another. Were they sabotaged, or just inadvertently foiled? Well, he's not the brightest. But I think sabotage
2: implies intent, or at least that what he wants us to believe. Right. I think I, don't know. I think he's full he's far more nefarious as the, as the obvious uh, as as the serious wants us to believe. Yeah, I think, well, I think he he uh, he uh, steered the ship somehow onto the the that island to have it shipwrecked, to have uh, everyone there as his personal toys to does, uh, torture. Um,
0: seem like they have a pretty nice life. On the island they 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 have food fresh water um the uh professor is able to invent all kinds of uh uh gadgets out of bamboo and um coconuts so um it seems like a pretty good life Mayb- maybe you're right maybe he is keeping them there deliberately i don't think so though i think it, uh he's a fool and um inadvertently keeps them on the island uh, indefinitely. So um, yeah. Alf uh, really is upset with Alf because he's using his drill and he's tired of hearing about Gilligan's Island. And um, Alf says some kind of like, goes into some kind of like racist, mawkish imitation of like the n- native Hawaiian language. Did you guys, uh, Were you guys offended by that?
1: Uh I was uh, thinking that it reminded me of Alps uh Melmacian mating call <laughs> that he made previously <laughs> uh, not as annoying but but pretty close
0: No that's good. But it was like or something like that.
1: Yeah, just faster than that.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll maybe I'll go back in post production and speed that up. <laughs> what are the chances you think I'll actually do that? We called yourself uh, on a, we called on a soundboard. Zero point 0.3? Wow,
1: that's
0: pretty good. Um.
1: That's a out of one, so that's, oh. that's bad.
0: Wow, that's really close. Apparently, um, Alf ordered a bunch of bamboo furniture. Sort of. In celebration of Gilligan's Island. Um, but it turned out to be uh, Nagaboo. Did this uh, joke make any sense to you guys?
1: No. What, was there some other material that was fake with that in its name?
0: Yeah, it was uh, Naga Hide. It is a, an artificial material designed to, re, to resemble leather made from fabric coated with rubber or vinyl resin. So it was a, it was a play on Naga Hide. Yeah. Uh, I don't think
1: there's a reason to fake bamboo. Bamboo is pretty cheap.
0: Yeah. But plastic's pretty cheap too.
1: Yeah, I guess plastic is
0: cheaper. I've seen a lot of plastic bamboo in my in my days.
1: <laughs> in
0: Disney World. So I'm in Disney World. Uh, Did you eat some of it? No, you don't. I'm not a panda. <laughs> oh, do
2: you, oh, you're not? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that, that, uh, I'm so surprised. I I, I I always thought you were a panda.
0: Maybe you should stop pretending to be surprised that I'm not a Panda, because we we all know that you don't actually think I am a panda.
2: You're right. Uh, I uh, we all know you're another panda. You're a badger.
0: <laughs> so Brian is also really into Gilligan's Island, um, and he kind of summons Alf from the kitchen to uh, to start watching it, um. And then, Kate comes in. And she calls Brian Bry again. Mm-hmm. And I Brian should also is mention. Also, sorry, go ahead.
1: Sorry, Brian is wearing a very uh, crazy shirt with fish on it.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that Alf is also wearing a Hawaiian shirt and some Lay lei, lays, some Hawaiian flower um necklace uh mm-hmm. and i've think i've commented in all old episodes of this uh podcast that in as the uh series proceeds elf wears more and more shirts um and i think this is uh not certainly not the first shirt he've he's worn but one of the first times that where he's consistently wore, worn a shirt through a single episode, I believe.
1: I think you're right. I didn't and pay it, attention to that before, but I think you are correct.
0: And I think this happens more and more as the as the series proceeds. And like here it, it applies to the theme, he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. But in future episodes, I think he just has a shirt on for no particular
2: reason. I think it's just a part of the uh, what's what they call it, naturalization?
0: sure you'd think maybe like pants would also be in the picture in that case but uh...
1: he's like a cartoon character yeah you know, one like, piece of clothing is enough
0: like Donald Duck
2: well yeah. well pants I mean where'd you put the tail?
0: he doesn't have a tail has a tail?
2: Does he? But it's well, it's more like a duck's tail, you know. But, uh, ooh, uh, <laughs> right. he has a tail, yeah. you know, and that makes it a bit uh, difficult to get pants.
0: Does he have a tail? Yeah. I think I would know this, Alf. Yes. Tail. Yes. Yes. You- Yes, you'd think you'd know that, but you don't, Uh,
1: don't you? If it's a really short tail, what's the problem of putting the pants over it?
0: Oh, yeah, it does have a tail. I see it in a picture here. Yeah, you could fit his tail in pants, though, no problem. Mm. In my opinion, which is fact. (laughs) Alf, um wants to talk to willie about something uh oh wait so i i should i should sorry first um uh kate tells brian that he has to take a bath and um this is part of a recurring theme in this episode about brian taking a bath which we can return to (laughs) uh later um so Brian leaves to take a bath, I think, and then um, Alf uh, wants to talk to Willie, and Willie's like, "Speak to me." You guys remember <laughs> that? Yeah. Did you also, he's.
1: Uh, I don't think anything is strange about Willie at this point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, He's still wearing his like office suit, I guess. Yeah. Um, and he's uh eating an apple pie, mm-hmm. which he is very protective of because apple
2: it
0: Or Gumball, are, are you uh cracking something? I might. <laughs> what the hell is it?
2: It's definitely not the neck of a small animal.
0: I know it's not. Because <laughs> I'm not stupid. But what is it? It sounds—you know—it sounds like it sounds like a um. Like you, like a maybe you're cracking a glow stick to make it work. Is that? Possible? Yeah,
2: something like that.
0: Okay. Right. I'm in the middle of a rave. Uh, Katya, what you, you were saying? <laughs> something about Willy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Willie is very protective of an apple pie he's having.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, because... around Alfie would be protective of food. Oh.
1: Yeah, I guess. Alf already ate uh, a large portion of that pie, but he complains about that pie being boring and part of their boring everyday life in the Tanner's uh, household.
0: Yeah. he still eat it.
1: Yeah, he, he would he well, would he prefer ate. it to be coconut cream. Yeah. Like on Gilligan's Island, uh, but hey, you can't always get what you want. At least yeah. it's not in this part of the episode.
0: Do we know how? So I could you can make a coconut pie on Gilligan's Island because they have plentiful access to coconuts. But how would how would they have made the uh, the dough? Oh. And the How would they made the oven. The oven, I think, um, is easy because it's just fire, and they can make fire. But don't they don't have wheat? I assume they don't have eggs or milk, uh, what you would need for the uh, the custard. Um, so this is a, just a little bit yeah. of a nitpick here. You could
2: you could take yeah. a parrot's egg. You could, but uh, parrots a, are just lo- just chickens that can talk back.
0: It would be gross, cause it's like a parrot's egg. It's like that's creepy to me. And B, I don't know if they had parrots on Gilligan's Island. I just don't know.
1: They they just well, know they just know enough about vegan um, cuisine. Yeah. To
2: use substitutes on that island.
0: Okay, that's a good And when it comes
2: down to it, wheat is just grass.
0: That's not true.
2: <laughs> yes, it
0: is. It's just—it's a particular wheat kind is... of grass. It's not all grass. It's wheat. It's a species.
2: Yes, but species wheat is grass. grass.
0: It's a type of grass. What is that? Just grass. grass. Your grass. Picky little. Your grass. Your grass. Your grass. Your ass is grass. Um. Mm. So, uh, Alf. I forget what Alf says to Willie, but he at some point says that Kate reminds him of Ginger from Gilligan's Island. Um, which I guess probably doesn't mean anything to either of you, not having watched Gilligan's Island, since Ginger does not appear in this episode.
1: I watched a little bit later, so I saw her character.
0: Did you find her to be attractive?
1: Um, She's okay. Okay. No, definitely more attractive than Gilligan.
0: There's a uh, classic pop psychological question um, of men, which is... uh, Do you prefer uh, ginger or Marianne? And it's supposed to be like very, very revealing of like the type of man you are.
1: Really? Can you elaborate? Like, uh, what type of man prefer Uh, Marianne? Well,
0: Marianne is like a very um, girl next door, wholesome. Um, and well, Ginger is like this uh, exotic um, bombshell kind of uh, uh, Hollywood starlet. So I guess uh, men who uh, prefer Marianne are more like uh, straight laced, and um, men who prefer Ginger have like a wild side. I guess.
2: Mm, what about those who? What about those who take both?
0: Um, I guess they're just like uh, just normal dudes It's like n- normal appetites you'll notice this question only applies to men it's like we can only really what about lesbians? no no, it's not for them
1: <laughs> nobody asked them That's...
0: Nobody Well, asked that, them. Is, that is nobody... exclusionary nobody wants to know this is uh this is set. Well I uh, want to know. Yeah. I want I'm just to know saying. Right now. I'm just saying when these questions were asked, when this was a relevant topic, the, these the, this was only relevant to who uh, was asking men. these questions? Like just like magazines Okay, person in like the 80s. What
2: kind of person comes up with that question?
0: I don't, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have it this like information. A
2: serious was that like a serious psycho- psychological test or no. or
0: some it was a pop, some, psych, uh, pop psychological test.
2: Ah, uh, forget I, I, it then. And
0: thus it was meaning meaningless. Um Then
2: why did you bring it up?
0: I'd just like to fill some space in this podcast we're doing. Thought it might lead to some interesting conversation. Like, um Katya, which yeah. Would you rather um, have a, have relations with Marianne I thought this, or Ginger? I
2: thought this question was only for men.
0: I'm sw- <laughs> I'm sh- changing it up.
1: The times the times they're changing. <laughs>
2: uh. You're flip flopping. That's what you are
0: doing. But I, And I also Gumba it's yeah. not worth asking you because I know you would take whichever you could get.
2: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, so, let me see. Hmm.
1: Ah. I mean, the, the clips that I've seen of them, um, they both are okay. Marianne acts like she is a teenager, though. Kind of yeah. like or maybe even like a preschooler. So, I'm like a sure. hot
0: teen. Like hot, <laughs> hot teen. teen. Teen steam.
1: Yeah, I don't know, that's kind of, I'm not sure I, I like that.
0: So ginger, so you're into ginger.
1: I guess, yeah.
0: Do you like ginger, like, the food?
1: Um, it, it's fine. I cannot eat a lot of it, but it's pretty tasty. What you about wouldn't,
0: you? You wouldn't, like, chew on a whole, like, hand of ginger.
1: Oh, I, I would prefer <laughs> not to.
0: I feel the same. I like um, I like ginger beer. Mhm. I like the little, like a little bit of the ginger that comes with sushi. Um, yeah. I like it as a seasoning, you know, like a stir fry. So, um, Alf calls Willie erudite, reminiscent of the professor. Do you guys agree with that?
1: Didn't remind me of anything, but the professor is pretty hot. Yeah. So I would choose him over the ladies.
0: You would choose him over Marianne or Ginger.
1: Mm hmm.
0: It sounds like it's just a symptom of being uh, heterosexual. <laughs> the, more the oh no! I do like him too. <laughs> Wait, Gumba, you would choose the professor?
2: Well, I like smart ones.
0: Smart ones. So you, yeah, but you would choose him over the ladies.
2: I okay, guess let's, yeah let's, let's,
0: let's move on. Let's, I mean this is, uh, this is going nowhere.
2: I mean this I mean this is uh, an old series, so the male characters are uh, more developed than the female ones anyway. Uh, what I don't
1: understand is how they keep their clothes so tidy.
0: Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. But I think, I think it's a, there's something called suspension of disbelief. You know, like you just gotta roll with some of the punches. Well,
1: yeah, but I don't know. Not, not this one. Not this bit. So there's a. At least if they're saying they lived there for 23 years Mm -hmm. in this episode, uh, I don't think even with some crazy inventions they could keep their clothes looking that good.
0: You're
2: probably right. I mean, cleanliness aside, Mm -hmm. there's also wear and tear. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's what I mean.
2: Wear and tear. I mean... uh, I wear something for a month and it and it it looks like like it's been shredded by a wild tiger.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a uh, like a gumba problem. <laughs>
2: Maybe.
0: Do you uh, is it because like you uh, you like Hulk out and like like uh, burst out of your clothes? I think,
2: uh, partly, but. Uh... Well, it's except you know but with me it's not muscles it's fat <laughs> but uh, it's also I think most of my sweat is acidic
0: yeah this it's is gross it's a gross conversation <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to a scene where um, Alf is talking about a big fat native girl eating lipstick which I thought was a little bit uh, a little bit strange maybe a little bit and... uh, offensive
1: you should reveal what's happening in the scene like uh it's evening already and he's in uh, i forget what it was happening it was in uh in the bedroom of willie and kate that's right they (laughs) they were ready to go to to sleep and uh, he kept talking about gilligan's island and they were really trying to get rid of him
0: yeah it's become, like, a really uh, singular obsession for Alf, this Gilligan's Island thing.
1: I kind of so. can relate to that. I, I, I mean, he, he w- he's acting like a typical, like, fanboy, I guess. Yeah, that's sometimes. true.
0: It's sort of like how Gumba is with uh, with Homestuck.
2: I, I was just going to say that.
0: Uh yeah. and you, it's, you took it's that it's me. E- equally, I will never forgive you. Equally insufferable. If not more <laughs> insufferable. No, I'm just kidding.
2: No one is more insufferable like me. Take that back. (laughs)
0: Um. So, Willie promises Alf that they will build him a lagoon in the backyard. Is this true?
1: He does.
2: Am I remembering
0: this correctly? Yeah, he does. Um.
2: By this point, you probably say anything to get him out of the room.
0: Yeah, Yeah. he's just trying to get rid of Alf, and he's like, "If you're good," he's saying that in a very
1: in a very sassy kind of, you know, sarcastic way as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure at that moment he even believed they would build anything.
0: Mm -hmm. Alf. So Alf takes this as an invitation to actually. Build a lagoon, in the backyard. Yeah, overnight. You know, overnight.
2: It's it's amazing how much work he can do when he's motivated.
0: Yeah, so th- where this is revealed through um, Willie trying to use water and there's no water because somehow Alf has redirected all the water.
2: There's no. There's no pressure on the there's on no the pipes. Water pressure.
0: Yeah. So Alf is dug a giant hole in the backyard and filled it. Um, I remember when I was a kid, I would sometimes try to build little um, little ponds in the backyard. Uh, like, I would dig a hole, uh, um, and I would try to fill it with water, but, like, it would all be immediately soaked into the earth.
1: Was the, the the earth really, like,
0: dry? I don't know, I guess. Or maybe well, it was like really wet. Clay.
1: Clay you would have watch. needed
0: some you would have not needed some clay or at least some, some plastic. Well I that's what I would do. Like once I realized that the water would just vanish, I got it like a plastic garbage bag and put that into the hole. And then the water would stay. But it wasn't as uh like realistic. Because it looks like this. Well like, that, that that that's bag. why
2: that's why uh, landscapers usually put rocks over yeah. the trash bag.
0: This is, this is why so the it, landscapers make the big bucks, because they can make a lake.
2: Yeah. Amazing what you can do with, with some trash bags on a few rocks.
0: Did either of you ever attempt to make a pond? Yeah. Were you successful? I think we had a garden. No. Katya, did you ever make a pond?
1: Uh, we used to make like, well, not like big ponds or size ponds, but like small holes uh, with water in uh, the kindergarten. Mm-hmm. We would play a lot with that kind of stuff, and um, it's pretty fun, like to make like small like rivers and water going from one place to the other. Yeah. Very cool.
0: I'm, so were uh... you not...
1: Were you not in trouble, Byron, for making your own pond in the back garden?
0: No, we had a kind of a big big area in the back that was like sort of not noticeable if you dug a little hole. Huh. Although uh my my brother and I did once destroy a playground with a hose. <laughs> because um, <laughs> we lived next to a church for a while and there was like a playground for the like preschool there and we would go in there and, and, and play sometimes but it was like next to our driveway which had a hose and for some reason like we took it the hose into the playground and like stuck it under the ground and let the water run <laughs> for a long time and just like completely destroyed the earth um, I don't know if they ever what? knew that we had done that that was the reason that that was that's that's a wonderful story
1: (laughs) that's one one thing i noticed about your stories about you and your brother is like this theme of destruction yeah like he
0: he was more destructive than i was
1: (laughs) you you were just there along for the ride
0: yeah like one time he like just just decided that like we just break all of our toys and we did it we just like took them outside just like threw them around smashed them uh and that was it also the phone phone. yeah i I don't know if that was his idea or mine but yeah that was uh that was fun there we it was we also had some like matchbox cars that we'd smash with a hammer in the driveway Beautiful.
1: Beautiful memories.
0: A whole collection of battle beasts that one day we just like took outside and just decided to throw around and lost all of them. That was sad. <laughs> battle beasts were really cool. Yeah,
2: that's that's. It's sad, but also very very
0: inspiring. It's, it's not, I don't think it's <laughs> inspiring unless like, you're like a like a Buddhist or something, you're, like trying <laughs> to like abandon your your uh. Or material connections to the world, or Jedi, maybe Jedi. Um, anyway, uh, Willie comes out of the backyard and falls into the, uh, the lagoon, and does. There's some. I have. I noted here that there's some really great rage acting by Willie in this scene. Do you guys agree?
1: I agree. I, I even took screenshots of it. It was beautiful.
0: Can you send me those?
1: Of course, yeah.
0: Thank you. You you gotta
2: share those in this in the chat one day. Yeah. When
1: um, I'm really angry, I will.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, remember those um, stupid stupid uh, rage comics people were making, like several yeah. years ago. We could bring those back, but with just like screenshots of Willy being angry. And Um, he
1: falls into the lagoon wearing like a shirt and everything. And he's just like completely soaked.
0: Yeah. And angry. It's hot. He's
1: uh he yeah really hot and um his his hair looks weird and he also um screams it out because he the
0: Come on, You're making horrible noises.
2: <laughs> that's called speech, Baron.
0: Oh, no. There's like shuffling and rustling.
2: Oh, that? Yeah, I was I was readjusting.
0: There's a lot of breathy, seat. breathy sounds. All right. Well,
2: that's you know when I stand up, there's there's a vacuum built up behind me and. Then the air gushes in, you know, between the cracks, between the, between the chair and my mm. fat, which, you know, usually is hermetically sealed when I sit down. But when I, you know, when I... There's a,
0: there was a person yeah. that um, was uh, in a chair for so long that they became attached to the chair. Um, and they just surgically cut them out of the chair, but I think they died. Is that what, a good story? Is
1: that a real story?
0: yes that's very fake. No, it's real. They were like in the chair for for years. I mean, the
2: story is real; it exists. But uh, is it based on something real?
0: It's based on it's one of these horrible cases of somebody that just couldn't stand up anymore. Um, and they were in a chair. And they couldn't even go to the bathroom, so they were like, "I mean, it's a horrible story. I shouldn't be bringing it up at all." In like a humorous <laughs> yeah, there, context.
1: Okay, there you are.
0: But here it is. All right. <laughs> okay.
1: Let's continue with Willie looking hot in a lagoon. So yeah, so he he's uh, yelling that he promised like a small lagoon, mm-hmm. not this huge. Uh, I don't, I don't remember what it, he described it as but basically he misses his uh trees and uh, bushes and grass
0: yeah i don't I don't think Alf had to dig up any trees
1: yeah it didn't look that way
0: but yeah he did he did say he missed having those things in the yard that he wanted to kind of take care of. This is another kind of callback to um, the, uh, the, 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 the subtext of ALF, which is that ALF is sort of this hindrance to this ordinary suburban lifestyle that the Tanners really wish to be w- leading. And this is sort of Willie <laughs> Lamenting losing this, uh, this yard, which is this sort of s- suburban status symbol um, in the United States.
1: Yeah.
0: So, Agreed. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Lynn. No, so Willie demands that Alf fill the hole in again, um, and and make the uh, make the yard whole. It's a different different use of that um, word. It's a different word, in fact, spelled differently: hole and whole. Are you, did I lose he, you guys? You no, know,
1: yeah. I'm still here. <clears throat> but uh, Alpha's not allowed to leave till he finishes this task.
0: Right. He's given uh, an ultimatum.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So he um, starts filling the hole in again. I'm not sure Like, I think we need to drain the water first. I'm not, not sure how he intends to do that
1: just flood the uh, the surroundings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should just, like, just pipe it all into the Aquamonic uh, Into the bath.
1: Let Brian take a bath. Yeah. That's some finally mud, get that, mud water.
0: That Brian bath I've been hearing so much about. Gumba. What was that? Huh? What? What the hell? Man. I
2: was <laughs> yawning.
0: Just... You know what? Just... Um. So Lynn. Uh, so Al's working for a while, and um, Lynn brings him some uh, lemonade. To which he says, "Thank you." The lagoon water tastes a little brackish. I thought that was <laughs> a funny line.
1: That was pretty funny.
0: <laughs> and then it is revealed that um, Lynn buried a turtle in the yard. And that Alf found it, but in fact, it turned out to be Brian's turtle.
1: So we know a little more about this beautiful family. Mm -hmm. They used to have pet turtles.
0: And these turtles apparently had, like, locations engraved into them, which seems a little bit cruel. Uh, But that's how we knew it was Brian's turtle, because it was like...
2: Not only... not only that, not only that, but they also turned their backyard into a pet cemetery.
0: Yeah, but that's normal. That's every, Everybody does that when they have dead pets. Yeah. It's, it's normal for normal people.
2: Well, that's not what? what they told us when we wanted to bury our pet elephant.
0: You didn't have a pet. Did, you didn't have a pet. Did,
1: did you bury any... Uh... Pets,
0: Byron. I believe in
1: your your backyard. That I
0: buried some parakeets. You just don't remember. String of parakeets. Um, I don't don't remember very vividly, but I'm pretty sure I did. I think we had a couple of uh, kittens that did not survive that we had to um, bury, but I don't very vividly remember actually doing it. I wonder if they, I should sort of shut those memories they, out. They,
2: they They weren't casualties of your destructive sprees, weren't they? No.
0: No. They were, they were just. Sick. Good.
2: Good. At like least something.
0: No, not it was very, I was. I, was, I, was, I, I was, would never have hurt an animal. I was very. I, I liked animals a lot. I was a, I was a big animal fan when I was a child.
2: Well, I'm not, not, well, I'm not saying, you know. Uh,
0: I'm I not saying an it, an accusation that it was intentional, murdered... you know, like
2: collateral no. damage. You know, getting brain from a smart
0: and wouldn't have from done anything from a stray, to injure. Getting, getting a, a skull
2: smacked from a f- stray flying battle beast.
0: No, that's because that would be something like a stupid child would do. And I was not a stupid <laughs> child, I was a smart, smart child. <laughs>
1: This
0: is your intro line for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, actually, it's a good one. should, uh... Where is this? Uh, 47 minutes-ish. So, back to Alf. Um, Alf tries to trick Lynn into doing some some digging. But, uh, sort of like a la uh, Tom Sawyer whitewashing the fence... Um, but it doesn't work. Lynn doesn't fall for it. Uh, and then Alf takes a nap and we enter the Gilligan's Island dream sequence. So, um,
2: Suddenly everything is in color.
0: Yeah. Wait. Gilligan's Island was in color.
2: That's that's a Wizard of Us reference.
0: Oh. Did they say that in this you know,
2: Somewhere over the rerun, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I get it. I get it.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Gilligan's Island C- um uh, is an American sitcom created and produced by Sherwood Schwartz via United Artists Television. It had an ensemble an ensemble cast featuring Bob Denver, who's Gilligan alan hale jr played the skipper jim backus and natalie schaefer who played um thurston howell the howells uh russell johnson who played the professor tina louise who played ginger and don wells who played marianne and even though it's like a really you know iconic show. It only actually aired for three seasons. Um, But those three seasons had over 30 episodes each. and There were a total of 98 episodes made. um, Including also a couple of uh, specials created in the uh, 70s and 80s. um, Including uh, the Harlem Globetrotters meet Gilligan's Island or something like that. That's what it was called, right? Yeah. Sure. Um, the first season was actually filmed in black and white, so uh, you were correct there, Gumba, and your, your your joke was sort of right, sort of accurate. Um, but then it was colorized later in syndication. Um, basically, the, the premise of the show is that the this uh, this whole group went on a three hour uh, tour on the uh, SS Minnow and it was uh, there was a storm I think and it was sort of swept away and they were stranded on this island and then they basically spend the uh, years trying to escape the island um but their plans are constantly foiled by Gilligan's incompetence um uh, It has been noted many times in many contexts uh, that they would have been better off just, uh, like, killing and maybe even eating Gilligan. (laughs) But,
2: um... Ah, he looked a bit gummy.
0: Yeah, and it basically was, like, just a very lighthearted show. And it's not like they didn't know that uh, Gilligan was uh, the problem. It's just sort of that that was the premise of the show. Um, incidentally uh, Bob Denver pr- before Gillian's Island had played a, um, a beatnik in a show called uh, Dobie Gillis I think there was some kind of preamble to that like The Many Adventures of Dobie Gillis or something a um, uh, beatnik named uh, Maynard G. Krebs who may you, may you may oh The Many Loves of Dobie Gillis is the name of the show. And um that I, I watched that one too on uh Nick at Night. Was that good? <laughs> I don't remember. I remember Manager Krebs being pretty uh funny. He was like a just a dumb like stoned to beat Nick. Um and incidentally, incidentally years later uh um uh, what's his name? Um, Bob Denver was arrested for mar- marijuana possession, like the late nineties. <laughs> Served sort of six six months probation. Apparently, it was actually mailed to him by uh, the actress who played Ginger. But then he, uh, but then he um, sort of uh, changed his story in court so as not to incriminate her, which was very noble of him, I think. Anyway, this is no, this, has been, this has been kind of a dull tangent. Um, did I lose you guys?
1: A bit, <laughs> but I, I learned something. Uh, An- another interesting
0: thing speech. about um, Gilligan's Island is was originally sponsored by Philip Morris and Company, the uh, cigarette <sighs> manufacturers.
1: So, you did they smoke uh, on on set?
2: I don't know. Maybe. Did they have commercials with the cast?
0: I think that they probably didn't, but I don't know. Somebody could Google it, probably.
1: Do you think uh, Gilligan's Island was the real inspiration
2: for Lost?
0: Yes. <laughs> I actually, I actually do think God. that it. You know, it, it the probably whole time I was, part.
2: the whole time I was thinking, you know. What would, uh, what, would uh, what would what would Lost look like if it had the cast of Gilligan's Island?
0: I really do think that JJ Abrams was probably partially inspired by Gilligan, Gilligan's Island.
2: Uh, or better yet, what what would what Gilligan's Island be like with the cast of Lost? <laughs>
0: uh. If you um Google Lost Gilligan's Island um some stuff comes up
2: <laughs> Yeah, well, that's that's Google in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you put okay. something in, something comes up.
0: So, uh Alf wakes up on Gilligan's Island. He sees um the skipper at Gilligan uh Gilligan's fishing and ends up using uh the skipper's hat for bait. And then I wrote here that there are a bunch of Gilligan's Island scenes that I don't feel like summarizing.
1: (laughs) Probably we shouldn't then.
0: Yeah. But uh,
1: the main idea is that uh, they're really bored of their life on this island. And uh, everything Alf dreamed of when he watched this show was not as exciting People living
0: the stream. Yeah. It's interesting. You could, you could, uh, it's, it's sort of a, uh, grass is always greener, uh, moral. Uh, but you could sort of view it through the, uh, through the, uh, the lens of, uh, uh, Lacan, um, sort of using the, uh, Gilligan's Island um. a, as the, uh, as the fantasy world. Um, yes, but, where,
2: I want um, to. I, w- I want to add add to this. That's kind of a weird dream to have.
0: What? Being on Gillian's. I Island? mean, seems like an ordinary dream. Not
2: that, but but uh, being uh, actually uh, dreaming of what you really want to when you were awake, but then it turns out to be just as mundane as the life you had anyway.
0: Yeah. But that's the thing.
2: It that's
1: seems a- like. That it seems like a very uh, typical plot for like child shows you know for children or like films and books for children right i don't Which know. Means it's I completely feel like
2: unrealistic
1: that's just like it's if it's if it's boring it's always boring or like careful what you wish for kind of thing you know it's it's very overused i think
0: but you can you can view it through the, uh, you know, the, like, ideological lens and say that basically Alf had a fantasy that um, when directly experienced, he was repulsed by.
1: Yeah, I I wouldn't say repulsed, though. I think he was repulsed by it. All right. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) So, um, yeah, I guess that's, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is a good, like, uh, thesis uh, I could write. I would sorry, have to I just... Do a little bit more uh, research, you know.
2: You know, I just, I just realized I didn't listen to a thing you said because I was a bit distracted by the curtains. What? By curtains? curtains.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because
2: are you in uh, the theater? No, the my the curtains here in the living room. You know, I I didn't I didn't I didn't hear a thing you, sc- you just said because I was distracted looking at the curtains.
0: Right here's a here's a quote: the act of sex for humans is so much caught up in our fantasies, our idealized images of both ourselves and our sexual partners. So this is we can we can create this is as, uh, you know, Gilligan's Island is sort of like um, ALF's sexual fantasy, right? Um, that it is ultimately <laughs> narcissistic, as Lacan puts it. That's what love is. It's one's own ego that one loves in love. One's own ego made real on the imaginary level. Uh, because we were working on the level of fantasy construction, it is quite easy for love to turn into disgust For example, when a lover is confronted with his love object's body and all its materiality—moles, pimples, excretions, etc.—so this is so so faced with the reality of Alf's fantasy, he is revolted and turns away in disgust.
1: All right, that's a nice quote.
0: Thank you. Um, So they make
1: Alf, yeah, they make Alf also dig. So yeah, Some there's reason. a
0: there's a parallel within the the dream sequence with with Alf's reality where he's he's also having to dig, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Is he having while... to while I'm sorry. Does he want do they want him to fill in the lagoon?
1: I think so, yeah. They want the lagoon filled in so they can have course or something like that. Like uh, something, what, uh, something every day.
0: Sorry, you like, cut out. Uh, what, what did they want? what did they want to put so. in the lagoon? Something to do with golf. Oh, golf course, mini golf. Yeah, that's right. Mini golf. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Uh,
1: so, and Alf doesn't want to do that, so he joins them as they watch their favorite show, uh, the Tanners. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually really like this part because it was uh, pretty unsettling. So on the Bamboo TV, like Bamboo Coconut TV, they watch this show and it's kind of in, in black and white.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mundane life of the tanners and how they're having apple pie and coconut cream and uh. uh um, this is the episode in which Brian ta- takes a bath
2: which oh, is
0: yeah.
1: Gilligan's favorite
0: episode yeah they all seem very um, giddy and delighted to, to be wa- watching a, mention, a little boy take a bath um, it's, it's very disturbing
2: yeah didn't <laughs> yeah but did the tennis in the TV show um, mention uh, how uh, they're glad there there's not an uh, alien living with them, or was it a different show? I think of.
1: I don't think they did.
0: Yeah, I don't think they said that. But you, might, I, I might be forgetting it. I think the whole point of the Tanners' show, as though, it was that there was no alien. They were nor ordinary sort of sitcom family, and um, it was sort of the mirror image of Alf's waking life, where he was coveting the life on Gilligan's uh, Island, where he was now on Gilligan's Island peering back into his own life and coveting that reality once again. Now I'm giving you the the floor, the the soapbox, Gumbaa. Please, proceed.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, wouldn't an ordinary uh, uh, sitcom family... Have things happen to them that's not ordinary?
0: Perhaps, but I mean, no. In this case, in fact, I think that it was very mundane, and they were coveting the mundane life because it was the whole uh, premise of the episode was that the, the child had to take a bath, and that was just an ordinary occurrence. Um, it still isn't quite clear. I why mean, they, I get uh... that,
2: yes, but but when you said when you said
0: that the the, the tenors
2: in that, coconut TV show, yes, were an ordinary sitcom family. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant.
0: Yeah, and I think I was wrong to say that. I think they weren't an ordinary sitcom family. I think they were just ordinary family, full stop. But that was the mm-hmm. that was sort of like a, um, that was sort of like pornography to the island dwellers to fantasize about. Um,
2: maybe maybe I should say that. In, uh, I we shouldn't say In that. the context
0: of the fact It was a little boy taking a bath Yeah it was disturbing I yeah. believe it was intentional Well that's I mean,
1: my favourite episode And they watched it They watched it many times as it was obvious from the dialogue As well
0: They loved it They just giggled and smiled As the boy took the bath oh.
1: And then Willie and There's K- a lot
2: about Alf, doesn't it? Mm-hmm.
1: Willie and K started moving in towards the camera in a very creepy way.
2: <laughs> I don't
1: remember uh, that. You don't remember that? <gasps> uh, I, I don't remember what... But they were, like, addressing Alf with their speech and... Um, oh, like, the viewer, but it was clear that it was about Alf. And they were moving in Uh, towards the camera in a very creepy way and I really liked it because you don't really see something actually creeping out that often Mm -hmm. and that was fun I guess that was the moment for Max Wright to shine
0: (laughs) yeah it sort of reminds me of uh, there's like a scene in I think the the book Slaughterhouse-Five where um What's the science fiction author in that book? Fish something. He writes a story about a world where food is scarce. So instead of watching pornography with uh, sexual conduct, it was people watched pornographic movies of people just eating. Um, <coughs> so it was basically their their sort of uh, uh, their desires um, for in in f- for entertainment were uh basically uh inspired by what they lacked and in this case it's, it's similar the gilligan's island cast was was sort of reveling in the the mundane <laughs> because they were in a uh in a in a different situation um i guess it also sort of speaks to like the uh what the hierarchy of needs um maslow's hier- hierarchy of needs like, um, we take we take for granted <laughs>
2: Well, I, well I, I mean, I agree with you, but technically, when you say mundane, um, just that doesn't that uh, doesn't really apply in that manner.
0: Well, it's mundane I relative mean, it's, to it, yes, it, it's perceived it to would be mundane.
2: It's the Tanner's life is mundane to us, but not to the
0: to the to the Gillians Island right. cast. But that's the condition of being. In in a position like Alf and the Tainers, where you have these things and you can take them for granted and then perceive them to be mundane. Meanwhile, you know, somebody without those things can uh, can covet that position. It's also sort of like the futility of being human. We just learn to be bored by things so quickly that we uh, barely appreciate what, what we have. There's like a lot of, I think, really a lot, a lot of deep symbolism in this episode of ALF. Um, and that the three of us, I think, have learned a lot through watching it. I did. <laughs> uh, so, I learned
1: that some people are really excited by watching young children taking baths.
0: Yeah, that, that part didn't really fit. <laughs> Like, I guess it was supposed to just be like, oh, an ordinary thing that happens, but like, the idea of a group of adults being excited by watching a a boy take a bath um, seems strange. So, um.
1: Alf wakes up. Yeah. And, uh, he's happy to be back.
0: Yeah, so but now we, get, we return to the um, Wizard of Oz parallel where um, he kind of returns from this dream and realizes how appreciative he, he is of his ostensibly a mundane existence with the Tanners. Um, and he goes through this whole speech with Willy, um, but then Willy is like, you still have to fix the backyard. <laughs> he says something like uh but what about all this uh this treacle that I've spouted? And um then what?
1: <laughs> I don't know what.
0: It sort of just ends, right? I mean like he wakes up. He has this epiphany. He sort of shares it with Willie, as though Willie cares. Willie never really cared about Alf's uh, inner turmoil. So that was a funny scene, I guess. And then it cuts to some time later. Um, I guess he's he's been working on fill it, fixing the backyard for a long time. Um, And then it's implied that he somehow bought a stagecoach because he's been watching a lot of Bonanza.
1: Yeah. And, and Kate that's... made uh, uh, a pie that was not an apple pie, just uh, coconut cream.
0: Oh, yeah. Kate made a coconut he, cream pie.
1: And he he doesn't want to have it.
0: Yeah. So, so, so now he has like a total aversion to all things Gilligan's Island because of that one dream and that's it
1: yeah I guess that's That's it that's the end uh, of the episode
0: are you guys familiar with Bonanza a bit yeah I
1: basically just know the name of it and that's
0: it yeah that's pretty much where I am with it Bonanza is an NBC television western series that ran from 1959 to 1973 Lasting 14 seasons and 431 episodes, Bonanza is NBC's longest-running Western. Ranks overall as the second longest-running Western series in U.S. network television behind CBS's Gunsmoke within the top 10 longest-running live-action American series.
2: That's probably enough
0: information on that.
2: Yeah.
0: That wasn't very interesting. Sorry, guys.
2: (laughs) It, It was very popular around here.
0: You liked like Bonanza?
2: Uh, I watched it occasionally.
0: I never saw it even once.
2: I remember, I remember the Chinese cook.
0: That sounds potentially racist.
1: Oh, it was.
0: Yeah. So any uh, closing thoughts on this uh, alpha-sode, friends?
1: Uh, my thought is it's uh, not very, not a very good strategy for Paul Bosco to keep bringing in, to keep bringing in like old uh, TV shows, and even if they're st- like still kind of known or having a renaissance at the time, I still feel it's kind of wacky to to kind
0: of It was a very, uh, very meta episode uh,
2: uh, it, 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 also, it also dates
0: dates to pe- to this, uh, the episodes well, it's even more yeah. so but like they, it's interesting because it's, a, it's an 80s show about a 60s show um, but I mean there's a lot of like very tongue in cheek meta commentary about like the concept of the rerun which was sort of new ish at the time like, there weren't... I mean, I guess there were reruns, but, like, you didn't get as much before you had, like, cable television, things like that. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's like... I'm sure Paul Fusco is, like, heavily influenced by Gilgan's Island and his youth and led him to get into TV or something, so... It's uh, so probably, like, a passion project for him or something like that. Sadly, the... Uh, Skipper Alan Hale Jr. Um, passed away not long after filming this. He he died in uh,
1: 1988.
0: Um, cancer. The, yeah, it was cancer. Cancer. I think it was like lymphic cancer, if I recall. I don't have the wiki opi open. Wiki opi opi op. All of the uh, male cast is now. Deceased, um, but Ginger and Marianne, the actresses that played them, are still uh, still around. So that's uh-huh. good, right?
1: So I shouldn't have chosen the professor. Is what you're saying? The, the professor
0: actually only passed away a, a couple of years ago.
1: Oh, that's okay.
0: Yeah, he was. He died in 2014.
2: Oh, that's okay. We can still dig him up. <laughs>
0: It's fucked up, dude. <laughs> it's fucked up. I'm just desperate, okay? <laughs> desperate for what?
1: Professor's bones. The bones of the this... professor.
0: It would be ironic you know, if somebody exhumed his bones. That's the bones I was thinking about. And, and built a, like a radio out of them or something. I'm sure his family would love that.
2: Yeah.
0: There's gold. Yeah, that's us oh, the <laughs> radio. There is gold in his bones. Hi right, guys. Well, uh, I think we did this. This is covered pretty well. Um, let's see. What is the next episode of Alf? Gotta check this out here. Um, this is good, right? Waiting for me to find this. Alf episodes. Uh, list of elfs episodes. Season two. Uh, oh, take a look at me now. I have no idea what that is.
1: I hope they don't use that song from season one in it again. Because <laughs> I had take a look at me and tell me what you see lying in it. <laughs>
0: well i'm pretty sure take a look at me now is a it's a different song entirely i think it was like take a look at me now i don't know the rest of it though
1: i don't think anything would stop them though you know
0: (laughs) they were very proud of that yeah okay well guys thanks for uh for for joining this has been i think a really enlightening and, and brilliant conversation among very smart people, um, and uh, thanks to y- to those of you who have tuned in for this podcast for for sticking it out to the end, I think it was worth it for you, and that you're a better person now for having done this and lived through this with us. Any uh, closing thoughts before before I sign off here? I'd like to say thank you for
2: having me on again.
0: Oh, you're welcome. It was my pleasure. I was the one that was given Of philosophy. course it was. Yes. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Um, and uh, catch you next time.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.